Even in the strangest tales, some names are still redacted. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other truly out there stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Wheels. I'm Logan. I'm Lee. And I'm Greg. Clean intro, everybody. That was... <laughs> I'm the lovely frog. Yeah. <laughs> Hot damn. damn. I'm Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the Loveland Frog, Bud, could you give me a recap of the events of last week's episode of Very Random Encounters? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah, I could. <laughs> well, we decided to go up near that house where that party was. I don't rightly remember why that was important. I didn't care much. The aliens were there. That's all that mattered to me. Well, we're assuming they're aliens. I think they're aliens. And when we got there, I thought, well, being as I'm a frog and all, I wasn't going to be much help in the house. So I went out to the barn. The others went out to the house. Anita got to talking to some ghost, I guess, she knew from the past, which is real mindfuck when you think about it a lot. So I try not to. <laughs> then, well, everybody else went upstairs and found some, found some noise, but I don't think they figured that out. In the meantime, I'd done some real good detective working, found me a device. So I called everyone out to the barn, and I reckon we figured that uh, there was a bunch more of those devices. And uh, that's pretty much all I remember about it. There was a cat. It was real cute. <laughs> that sounds like it to me. Um, so this is the final episode before, uh, not the not the final episode of... ODD, but we're we're nearing on the final act of ODD, as it were, where I'm pulling out all the stops. We're actually going to roll some dice, interact with the system a bit, uh, maybe kill some people, um, but not quite yet, because I want to make sure we have a an episode that does a um, an old standard in VRE terms, which is t which is to uh, essentially just run a uh, session where each player gets to choose a scene they want. We can roll some dice to determine, you know, if we want to have an idea of how well or poorly the interaction goes. Um, but basically, everybody is going to propose a scene and uh, we'll act them out. Cool. Does anyone have a scene that they want to do with uh, one of their characters? So this is still at the house, right? Uh, yeah, that is where we left things. So if we want to have one that like starts because we we left off kind of like realizing that there must be these devices installed all over the place in town because it was receiving a lot of signals from other devices like it. That's kind of where we left off. So if you want to like mess around in the house a little bit more, absolutely. I think Anita tries to, you know, like, we're probably going to split up to go look around town, I would imagine, right? Yeah. And I just uh, volunteer to be in the car with Hermit. I was already in the car with Hermit. That doesn't seem to be a huge leap, right? Right. I figure we're taking a car and leaving Orville behind because he's useless. <laughs> 
I feel like it probably makes more sense if we're like even pre searching around the city though, right? Don't you think? Like where we we kind of left the thing and maybe we went back to the church or whatever and then we're going to figure out what to do. Yeah, it's yeah, probably. Yeah. I figured we probably went back to home base and then split off from there. Yeah. Because okay. in that way, we, can, we can still have scenes with whoever, and then we don't have to, like, yeah. try to explain why. Wait, weren't you with some, like, what? It gives us an <laughs> easy way to get anybody wherever we want. Yeah. 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 So on the car ride back, I guess. Um, Herman. Yeah. So you're, uh, let's let's talk some more about how, about magic. Because you're kind of it for me on that topic you know i don't know anybody else i don't i don't know many other people really but did you not come from some magic plates a time when there was magic yeah i'm saying now i don't have anybody to talk to about it now i had plenty yeah i you know oh so uh, this is very i don't i will try to help how what can i i uh well you said it was hard for you when you were growing up what? Yeah. What did you mean? Well, I do not belong here. I am from, I am from there. So the food, the ob- objects, old beliefs, they, they would hurt me as a child. They thought I was, they thought I was sick all the time. But it was just that I, I don't belong here. Does that make sense? So do you, do you still hurt now? If I think about it, yes. Okay. I but I no that, longer yeah. I no longer think about it. Yeah. So you grew up. <laughs> yeah, but when I when I first learned about who I who I was, it was very all I could think about was the other me. Mm. The child that is not here that I am but I am not and that was very hard for me because I I stole they don't live yeah and I do yeah yeah and there's not much of the magic here there's not I feel that I should be able to flourish more if there were more magic, I should be able to be more, but I'm not. Uh, you seem pretty nice, and like you're doing okay. Yes, I, I, you know, I found, I, you know, I am fine. I, uh, I have no idea, but what my life should be. It's like I only age because I will myself to age. Hmm. I don't know what I actually look like. I just have the impressions of everybody else that form who I am, but I don't I have no sense of who I this is hard to looks. Have you uh, have you ever tried painting? Oh yes. So just like that, that stuff you're creating, so like just paint yourself and then you'll know. I wish it was that easy. There's, you can imagine things are not so great for me because I am German. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and things have not gone so well. I read some 
pretty so, rough. <laughs> I am just here to make sure that everybody has a place to be. Okay, that's a noble goal. I feel like you're probably uh, less alone in that pursuit than you may think. Well, yes, there's but there's you. There are some other there are some other things that they talk about at the ODD, but I have not met them. Well, let's let's meet some of them. I'm just, I mean, we're in the, the place where they all go, right? So, seems like we'll probably meet them. Yeah. So how? But is that answer? Am I? Is that what you wanted? Is that? I mean, I just wanted to have a friendly conversation. Yeah, that is yes. I think you and I are are very alike. Yeah, as you as you lost a lot when you left where you were. So I think we could be very good friends, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Good, that makes me... I still don't understand what your hats was that. What is this? Oh, I don't... I don't understand this, no. This is some kind of... This is how I travel through time? And I... it. I don't even fully know how I came to be in possession of it. It's... When I think too hard about where I picked this up, my brain gets all weird. And... Ah. Yeah. Because we have this in common. Is that like what it's like to think about yourself? Yeah. Mm. It is very, it is hard. I don't have the connection to that. So it is, uh, it is a whole. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, again, I don't, I don't think we're alone in not knowing really fundamental things about ourselves. I think that's something a lot of folks go through. But the great thing is we got friends now. So... We can figure it out all together. Good. So I I think when we get back to the church, who? So I, I guess the the receiver and the the two devices. Yeah. Well, one of them was on the alien, and one of them was at the barn, right? Yeah, one of them you can. One of them is the like it projected the star map, and that was the one that was on the dead right. alien, just the little yeah. circle kind of compass shaped thing that it had. I was calling that the transmitter, and then the receiver is like that box with all the strange switches and knobs and things that was in the barn. Yeah, so I think Bud has the receiver, and he's very interested in the transmitter. So he, when when we get back, he's like kind of playing with the two of them, and he calls Anita over. Oh. What's up? So you um like feel some kind of like you can kind of make this do something or um I don't know if I have a lot of power over it, but I I do feel stuff. Well, when you put them together, does it feel different? So I'll I can answer that since probably I <laughs> can't. <laughs> right. With with kind of the the lock and the key together, it it becomes clearer that. The device that the alien was carrying on it can be used as kind of like an interface with whatever receivers are are out in the environment around it. It's kind of like a little, you know, like you're able to kind of see like, oh, the device kind of spins like this the closer it gets to the receiver. And like the transmitter is like giving off information about the receivers in the area. You're not quite sure just immediately what that information is, but but that's kind of how they interact is that like the little device is a guide for the situation of the network of receivers that are in the vicinity. Oh, can I? So I can't feel anything direct there as far as like 
Um, you could if you gave like if you told me kind of what what your angle of investigation is, I can give you more. Okay, I'm pretty sure I can feel stuff about anywhere. There's one. There's a corresponding this thing. This thing is the thing that watches all the other things. Well, that's kind of helpful. Seems like we can find the other ones. You can yeah. feel it. Oh, yeah. I'll try to do that. I try yeah. to do that. <laughs> well, well, I guess like that's like our ultimate. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, is looking for these devices part of Act Three? Like, that's what I kind of thought. Your goal is to like give a full report on what's going on. So like as much information as you can gather, it, it is a information gathering mission. And so the sky's kind of the limit about what you want to investigate here. And that is absolutely one one angle you can take. Okay. I just didn't want to step on your act three plans if it was no, like, no, you really just wanted us to do character. No, I haven't, I haven't set them up yet. So I'm going to figure out what they are based okay. on what kind of it seems to interest people today. Ah, okay, excellent. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So, yeah. So then Bud's like, yeah, sounds like a good plan. Uh, um, I can't drive. Can You probably can't. Don't cars are... I, I can't drive. Okay, no, let's I... find a driver. <laughs> Herman! <laughs> yeah? And you, you can drive, right? Yeah. Can you drive us to... Uh, and then she lists off... How many? Like oh, <laughs> there are dozens in town. Like <laughs> I think she does say like the latitude and longitude of every individual one. And then after she gets done, she's just like, I don't super know what all that means, but <laughs> that is very specific. It's not that helpful, but we can figure it out. Yeah. If you get closer, maybe you'll feel it more. We'll just sure stop. Oh. I know it'll be like a metal detector. Um, I'll just just drive me around, and I'll go boop if if something like feels closer, and then I'll go boop 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 boop, boop, boop as it gets closer and closer. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So then when we get in the car before we start finding things, so Anita, uh huh, you uh seem to like fish people a lot. <laughs> uh yeah, my like I was saying, my my best friend was was a fish person. Like, um... Maybe still is? I don't know what Blood Steel was. Uh... Blood? blood okay, that's my... fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, it's a weird name. Your name is Bud. It's only, like, one letter <laughs> off. Yeah, but Blood's, like, you know, kind of gruesome, isn't it? I mean, she... Mine's like, Bud. <laughs> Bud. Yeah, like, you're, like, you're, like, having a good time, and she was like, I'm gonna kill you with guns. It's, you know, it was... It, both of them match the personality, is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Well... Descriptive. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've never met a fish person, per se. I was just kind of curious. You kind of, you're a little, you a little bit are a fish person. I mean, I know it's an amphibian person, but like, surely there's some kinship there, right? Well, I would like to think so. It's why I'm curious. <laughs> well, what do you want to know? Where is a fish person from? Uh, well... You know, like a hundred years ago, um, blood was from, uh, well, she said it was sort of all water. Oh, that's real interesting. Do you feel that way when you're in the water? That I belong to all water? Yeah. Hmm. Not particularly. I got one pond I really like, see? Mm. Mm -hmm. 
I'm particular to that one. How does that one feel? Feels like home. Like, you know, you open the door and you put your hat on the coat. I don't know what people do, but anyway, it was like that. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know where you were going with that either. <laughs> But, yeah. I do. Uh, editor's <laughs> note: I have. I just had a vision of Bud as like the. I don't even watch The Simpsons, but I just had the vision of that GIF of like The Simpsons grandpa walking yeah, in, they're... taking the hat off, I was putting it on the rack, and then walking out. But it's Bud instead. He's like, "This is what people do." Right? <laughs> Look at me! I'm a human. <laughs> well, I don't know. I got. Uh. Kinda, and then he licks his eyeball because this is what Bud does when he gets weirded out about things. Mm-hmm. Well, when that star map came up, it was like, well, it felt like my pond, kinda. Now that we're talking about it, I couldn't put a name on it before, but I was looking at those stars and I thought, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. Huh? It seems weird. I mean, even for me. <laughs> is your pond in the Toledo area, or is it, or you had to drive mm-hmm. here from? Yeah, it's where she picked me. It's okay. where um, Muriel picked me up from. Yeah, where my babies are. <laughs> you end up there naturally because the you know <laughs> the metal detector beeps from Anita. <laughs> you know, it's pr- it's probably much later than this as you're going from one to another, and like you know, just being out there, there's not a lot you can do other than like grab the ones you find. Um, and in this long collection, where y'all, I'm hoping we're like we have a map out and we're like making marks wherever we find them. Sure. Yeah. 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 And and partway through the night, it's probably like three in the morning. You've been doing this for a long time, but there's just so many that like, you know, and you're awake anyway. It's one of those nights where it's like, nobody's tired. <laughs> it's too weird to just go to sleep. Yeah, kind of a lot. <laughs> and the beeps eventually do lead you, bud, to your pond. Oh, bud does not like this information. And it's at that point that you are able to realize at least half of the answer of why that particular star map um, struck you is because now that you're here and you're able to compare the projection that the little transmitter spits out uh, and just the sky above, that star map the whole time had been oriented as if the viewer were not just like we're in that area, because that's generally how, if you look up in Toledo, you're basically going to see the same sky, but there's a sense in which like even the like the relative lighting of the stars as they're affected by like the tree line around that oh, wow. area is represent it's like it's it's at this point that you realize that it wasn't really a star map it was like a particular vantage point of the stars from this spot hmm. We have done all of this driving around, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever you want to say you called in a night. And we've yeah. like marked all of these places on the map, yeah? Yeah, you wound up with like, you know, a score or two, like between, you know, 30 to 50 feral transmitters, <laughs> 30 to 50 feral receivers, right? Like that, kind of that amount of them. I want to bring our map to Muriel. Okay. And so I think it's back at the church and... um. Herman approaches somewhat cautiously, like, 
just making like he doesn't like getting into people's business like just like doing that sort of poke around to see are you busy are you doing something are you asleep mm. yeah i think muriel notices and is like hi herman oh i don't want i do not wish to bother you but we have a map of the you are the private eye yeah yes and i love maps <laughs> so this is i was hoping this would be like the the words, uh, the diagram or the the key, like you connect the dots and it 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 makes like the star triangulation or, or the triangulation. Yes, <laughs> the, the the thing where it, it points to a thing, but I cannot I cannot get it to work. Oh, okay. Let me look. So, um, first to know, was there anything special about any of these locations? One was a pond that's. Um, of the of the bud, the bud's pond. Oh, that was one. As another was a diner, I think. And there then of was, course you had the the house. There was the, the house. One. There was, there was a. They, I, I'll, the commonality is that they were all like at recognizable landmarks. To like, there were some that were like Bud's Pond that see, were seemingly nothing. But the fact that you ended up at Bud's Pond and it seemed to be like an important one. Like gives the idea that like if the if it wasn't at a landmark, then that was just like a landmark that you didn't recognize because right, yeah. it was like a very personal one for someone. So that seems to be the commonality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I was, there's these these ones that the aren't the aren't important to me or to the Anita or the Bud. I don't know why they're here. Hmm. Well, um, let's see if we connect the dots. Um, I wonder if. So, Bud's Pond seemed pretty important or different from the others. If we put it in the middle and then we draw around, and so she starts like drawing like different lines and like connecting different things, and then I don't know, does that does that get me? Does that get me anywhere? Yeah, you start to <laughs> you start to see like it's not like Bud's Pond is at the center, but it's almost like it was supposed to be at the center of something. But there's a sense in which, like, these landmarks have been, like, kind of ripped apart from each other. Like, there's kind of, like, a fault line in the middle. And you can almost see, based on where the dots are, there's, like, a momentum on two sides. Like, they're pushed to the north uh, on the west side of the city, and they're pushed to the south on the east side of the city. Like, like there is a uh, north to south, or maybe I got the directions wrong, but there's, like, a fault line that... So like, like there's Bud's Pond, and then there's like a, a cluster, say, in the south, and then there's a cluster in the north, but they don't seem like they connect very well because they're too far apart, maybe? That's right. Yeah, okay. like maybe they were, they were the cluster was closer at one point and has kind of been pulled apart, and, and Bud's Pond was at the center of where that, that pulling happened. Okay. Hmm. It's almost like, well, okay. So if we say... These are aliens. We're, we're positing because I don't know if everyone is on board with the alien idea. But so they are the magic and the aliens. So they are the magic aliens. I like it. Okay. So the magic aliens, they drop down however they come. I mean, aliens have spaceships, I assume. So they land where they land or maybe they crash. I don't even know. But if you look at the map and if you picture the crash near Bud's Pond... And then all of these lo- these connected dots here in the south, 
And then all of these in the north, if you picture them as like a wave out from that crash, do you see it? Ah, yes. I, hmm. There's a crash. Do you think that they are stuck? Well, I don't know. It could be that they're stuck and they're signaling to get home. Or they could be here on purpose and they're signaling for unknown reasons, <laughs> which could be anything. But they're hiding, so not great reasons, probably. So I hope that they crashed. One of them was the target of the assassin. Mm. That, that bother, why does That's that bother true. me so? Well, I guess it means a couple of things. Either someone else knows about the aliens besides the ODD, or the aliens can make themselves look like real people, in which case, where are their counterparts? Mm. She was sent to kill someone. Mm. See, this is what this is. <laughs> this is very troubling to me. Oh, I just thought of another thing. They could have been here so long that they have lives here, mm. and someone wanted who they thought was a person. To be dead because they've been here so long they've made enemies. All of these are troubling. I agree. I do not wish to harm them unless we have to. Oh, I don't wish to harm anyone. I mean, unless I have to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you 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 became the private eye and that what why? Well, mostly I like asking questions and what's the best job for asking questions? Not a lot of jobs want you to even ask questions, <laughs> but a private eye has to. It's literally in the name. Mm. Do you think you, you could teach me how to do these things? Yeah, of course. I teach classes on this all the time. <laughs> I want... It's become important to me to be able to not sound like me. Um, do you mean like your accent or yeah. like... Oh, well, okay. suppose. I mean, it's, the, the way that I talk is... When I'm somebody else, it's hard to be them because... Oh, because you still sound like you. Like, if yeah. you changed into me, you wouldn't sound yeah, like this. Yeah, I would still, still be sounding like this. Right. Well, um, that's not exactly the purview of a private eye, but as a private eye, I can absolutely help you find someone that can help you train your voice. <laughs> I would like that. I, I feel that I put too much pressure on the ODD as it is, and I don't want to... I don't necessarily oh. want them to always know what I'm doing. Oh, yes. I understand that completely. But don't think that you're a burden. You help them. They're using you. Oh, yeah. The, well, compared to the Orvals, there's not much of a com competition there. So at least I do more than just drive and buy the, buy the candy. <laughs> That's true. You're very helpful. And yeah, I'll see what I can do. And... As a bonus, I can help you learn techniques for evading ODD detection. Ah, this this is good. Yes, please. The camera cuts to a character that we saw briefly. Viola, she was the the person at that spooky house that we went to with the barn. <laughs> yeah. uh, she was like the, the head of the staff there. And we see a scene of her grabbing like a uh, like a notebook 
from like, what, like a like a trick drawer that has like a second drawer oh, under yeah, it. Yeah, you know, yeah. one of those. She like lifts the bottom of the the fake bottom of a drawer and she lifts out the journal, which is handily labeled with the name of the, our victim who turned out to be an alien. <laughs> she lifts that alien's journal and she opens it up and like it's one of those like diaries that requires a key. So, you know, not very secure, but you can at least see if someone has broken the lock to get into it. And she has, in fact, broken the lock of that person's journal. And she has a nearly identical little moleskin notebook of her own. Um, and she, as she opens both, you can see that it's some sort of alien ledger, like a ledger written in some form of alien script. And she is comparing her notes to the notes of the person who died the the dead alien and all of the pages are identical until she gets to the last page the last few pages of her journal and she starts just like of the presumably the last day or so and all of the readings are different like we as the the audience can't really tell because we can't read alien script but you can see that they're all completely synchronous and they are all the same page everything is the same until you get to like the very last one and there's like complete differences. And she calls down to one of her, you know, one of her staff and she says, now we had those investigators at the house the other day. Could you, could you fetch me the names please? Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. Check out our website at VRE.show for a listening guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for Nito merch. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. And if you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon. We release a bunch of bonus content every month. It's been going on for like two years now. So if you haven't jumped on that yet, there's like a lot of backlog. Maybe you need some more shows. We got them. <laughs> Check it out at <laughs> patreon.com slash VRE. To all our patrons, thank you very much for supporting us. One creature from beyond, Brumlord, says universal truth. This podcast has helped me accept that no matter where, when, or what, all across the multiverse, one thing is static. American Southern accents. Heaven is a lot like Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny because like half of the sh- half of the cast of the show is so Midwestern, <laughs> but the other half is pretty damn Southern. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one fourth of the cast insists on doing full on biscuits every season. So. <laughs> reason my waveform is really small and i'm worried about that uh i mean i did have to turn you up like like greg said you're pretty quiet what's the deal with that i mean your gain's probably low yeah but it's in the middle and it and it's usually lower than this how strange well uh it's yeah, i'm just gonna turn it up now and mm-hmm. this will be a fucking nightmare for me later <laughs> <laughs>